Welcome to your weekly oracle by Practical Magic. Hi, I'm Chingay Labrador. Through the tarot, I've found that magic is everywhere, and we can infuse our lives with it with just a little mindfulness and self-awareness. Magic is for everyone, at all times, all minutes, all days. And I'm here to give you mystical messages from the cards and help you interpret them in a way that's useful for everyday life. This is your weekly oracle. This week's Your Weekly Oracle episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm interviewing artist, author, and content creator Abby C., who is a frequent collaborator of mine. We worked on the Creative Journey Oracle deck together. I'll be talking to Abby about her own relationship with tarot and oracle as well as astrology. We're also going to be doing a little full moon reading. Just a heads up to everyone, our full moon reading is going to be based on the sign of Capricorn, just because Abby is celebrating her birthday and she is a full-blooded Capricorn. But just so you know, this week's full moon is in the sign of Cancer. And in case you need any full moon and Cancer advice, for this week, it might be advisable to think about your comfort zone and to tend to matters at home. So here's my interview with Abby. I hope you like it and enjoy. Let's welcome artist and author Abby C. Hi, Abby. Hi, Chingai. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. This is so interesting. It's the first time I'm interviewing someone in person. Yay. <laughs> Not online. Yay. Amazing. Okay, so... Abby, we're going to talk about like how you use the cards and what you think about astrology, all of these things. Because I think they feed into maybe your creative process, but also specifically in the deck that we created. I think it's fun to just discuss this. So these days, how do you use tarot and oracle? Okay, so these past few months, I think I've been experimenting on different ways to use the decks. Like... I think the start of the year, like January 2022, I was super into doing three-card draws every full moon and new moon. Mm -hmm. I felt like maybe it's my Capricorn attitude that like I want to be like very serious about it. Like, okay, I always have to draw three cards. Mm -hmm. It always has to be past, present, and future. And then like towards like mid-year, I started to shift things around. So I would use like sometimes I do two-card draws, like if and then kind of Mm. situations Mm -hmm. or the recent ones I've been doing, like, towards the fall season, I just do one card and, like, expand on it further, like, reflect on it instead of just getting three, trying to make sense of everything and forcing some kind of story to unfold. Mm-hmm. And also, if I draw one card from the tarot deck, I would sometimes get another card from the oracle deck and see how they kind of connect in some way. And I think in recent times, I also have been developing the habit of expanding more in terms of for example my recent memorable draw was a four of wands Mm -hmm. and i didn't just want to say okay i got this card that's it i wanted to really research about it like see how all the perspectives sort of match what i'm currently experiencing in my life and how i feel about the card so it's like a multiple pov kind of thing Mm -hmm. yeah it's like you're really going deep into the card there was this one teacher i had that talked about how you can picture yourself inside the card like in are you movie. the queen or the yeah or yeah <laughs> you're, holding the... you're going into yeah. the actual environment and asking yourself like how that affects you kind of 
like a cinematic experience like you're going inside into the car very main character mm-hmm. film yes you are the main character yeah, yeah. these days so when when you transition from like doing it full moon new moon very very structured right with the yeah. three cards before so now that you just do like two cards or one card or get an extra oracle card for your draws do you still do it on the full moon or new moon or you just do it whenever you want to i do it still on the full moon and new moon mm-hmm. but i like to add something different for example i've actually influenced a lot of my friends in berlin to mm-hmm. to do tarot so i would bring the deck with me like hey let's do a reading okay and then um i also would like when i'm on video calls i don't know for some reason if it's like oh uh, just in time, it's the full moon. I'll draw a card for you. So it's become kind of like a shared activity now. And I really enjoy it in that sense because most of the people I've met have always found tarot fascinating, mm-hmm. but they never got into it. And then when I tell them, like, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's like, here, it's accessible. Yeah. And they, they start to say, like, oh, yeah, because Abby is the one, like, telling us about this. It feels less intimidating, and like they kind of like cross the boundaries of that. Mm-hmm. So now I've been enjoying doing that, but most of the time I still do my own draws before meeting them. So it it really depends. Mm-hmm. I like I like the spontaneity of it, but I always look for when the full moon and new moon are like in the calendar. Nice. Okay. So how has that like doing it for friends? How has it changed your own practice for yourself? Like, do you think? It informs like the definitions, for example. Has your have your definitions changed because you're getting used to reading for other people also? I think in some way it could be different because I'm reading for someone else and I don't know the full story of who they are. Yeah. But I will say that I can be a bit biased because I know these people. Like mm. they're they're not just like acquaintances, they're like people who are really yeah, friends. So yeah. I kind of like to tap into like, okay, so are you experiencing something right now? Mm-hmm. And I want to try to navigate that because sometimes I feel like people are just so jaded with their own way of thinking that mm-hmm. having another person step in and like, here, the card says, do yeah. this. It gives them some sort of insight that they would otherwise have not seen or It's ignored. like there's like a, an unbiased third party there to help yeah. them see something, yeah. another perspective. For sure, yeah. Okay. So you're, I know you're into astrology also. Like you mentioned, yes. you're Capricorn and your birthday is coming up when this <laughs> podcast is released. It's going to be like a few days before your birthday. How does astrology mix with your tarot and oracle practice? Or does it or doesn't it? I don't know if it does. Mm-hmm. By the way, I was reading Practical Magic, the book. Oh, Yeah, I've been reading it since I arrived because I've been like getting to know all the other zodiac signs that yeah. I don't, I'm not familiar with. So funnily enough, for astrology, I feel like I don't know how to connect it that much with tarot yet. So mm-hmm. I do it as a different discipline. Yeah. Not as a discipline like I read astrology or whatever. I do read Madame Clairvoyante every week. I love her. <laughs> yeah. I love her weekly horoscopes. But otherwise, I, I like to look at memes a lot. Mm-hmm. It's very funny how I find all the memes for everything <laughs> that it just gets outed through the memes. Yeah. So that's my subtle way of like, ugh. Oh, nudging people like hey you're you're basically this so i i know what you're thinking now so (laughs) i I try to fact check with that in terms of like oh is this person's personality like matching with the meme i know it's kind of a funny niche but that's how i try to deal with astrology Mm -hmm. um as well as i mean the the big three right i always still ask people what their big three Mm. big threes are big threes are because for me it's like 
kind of like oh you're a Pisces rising mm-hmm. uh, I, I know what you mean because I'm a Pisces rising too you know yeah so I think though I'm, I'm more educated or like well well versed into the tarot world than astrology because I feel like the whole houses thing is still very foreign to me it's so much it's information yeah. like, even I don't memorize everything for those who don't know the big three for astrology is your sun sign your moon sign and your rising sign rising sign is the planet that was on the horizon when you were being born and so those three signs can kind of paint a picture of your personality exactly yeah. so yeah. you don't need to go into the entire chart for that for me i think i don't really use astrology like with the tarot and yeah. oracle but with the full moon and new moon when i do readings during those times i think i like to incorporate a little bit of like like for now, it's Capricorn season. Like I, I put a bit of that into the prompts that I use for reading. Anyway, okay, let's move on to the next topic. So we we did the creative journey oracle deck during the pandemic. It was was it pan- like two years ago? No, no, last year. We released it last we released it last year in 2021. I remember but like, we started I, it in 2020. Yeah, I and so. I gave you your decks like right before you left for Berlin, I think. I know we had a handoff. Like it was yeah. just a few weeks before that, I think. Yeah, I think there was a time that I dropped by your place and you're like, you're the first person I've seen in (laughs) in months. Yeah, we had the face masks and everything. It was face shield. Face shield, yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. It was a time. Well, so it's been been a while. What's your creative journey been like, like since then? Oh wow, I I think that's, it's been a lot since, since the pandemic and since creating that because we have both discussed like the idea of collage. Like we got super, I got super into collage. It was mostly your influence mm. with, with the whole pandemic. I'm like, okay, what am I gonna do with my journals? Mm-hmm. And I have a big printer. Let's go print all the collage kits yeah. and like get something with it. After that, I started to be more mindful about the things I consume and also the stuff I collect. And I make my own archive of like photos. You know, we when we created this deck, it was really interesting because you sent me like we had this shared folder. Do you yeah. remember of like. Chingai photos, Abby photos, and then like different ways on how we could like interpret the topics and the mm-hmm. mantras in the deck. I feel like after that, my creative journey has been like all over the place, but it was transformative. Wow, mm-hmm. big word. I think it was because I felt more open to try new mediums to express my work, not just as like making products, but also as a creator, mm-hmm. as a writer, as you know, filming videos and all these things. and. Also, I feel like moving to a new city has also broadened my creative perspective in mm-hmm. some way. I would say, though, it has been very tiring. But I think the rewards are more, you know, it's like it, it checks out, basically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. It feels like there's a lot of expansion in the last couple of months, like new yeah. exploration yeah. and just trying new things. Um, Abby has been also influential to me because of her journaling and her travel journaling and the book you just came out with. Um, It's been an activity. I mean, if you subscribe to my newsletter, I write about it all the time and I always take pictures of the journaling that is inspired by Abby. It's so therapeutic and I feel like it fits so perfectly with a tarot and oracle practice because you can journal about the cards you pull and if you're lazy you can just put a picture or draw the card that you pull and don't don't write about it anymore okay so we're moving well okay when this podcast is released we'll be in 2023 what are you looking forward to and what can we look forward to from you in this year 
well, it's gonna be a a year. I'm turning thirty. <laughs> Big birthday. Thir- thirty, flirty, and thriving. Mm-hmm. I think I want to really figure out how to navigate creativity in such a way that it stays with me all the time. I feel like when we're so busy working, even if I say like I work as an artist and author, mm-hmm. I. I think in a workday, I always just think about the admin stuff more than, mm-hmm. you know, more than the actual, like, you sit down and draw. Sometimes I'm like, I sit in a cafe, I'm like working through my computer and like, why am I not making art? I'm an artist, right? It's like, yeah. it's like the kind of thing that sort of like creeps up onto me sometimes. So this 2023, I do look forward to traveling more. So that's going to be pretty much what I'll share online and like documenting all these new cities. Mm-hmm. I feel like since opening up travel, it's been so everyone's like, oh, finally, 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 yeah. we can get out and get all these like inspirations from different cities mm-hmm. and also really tapping into for me, traveling is very important to my creative process. So having that option open is always a good thing. So that really fuels a lot of my creativity. And I think Regarding what you were saying about the whole uh, journaling with like the tarot and oracle deck, I also wanted to add that because these decks like allow you to sort of grow your your practice and also just grow the habit of like, I could consider it as like me time, you know, when you yes. draw cards, yes. journal, yeah. and despite the craziness that like the external environment we live in has, we have to always find that kind of center. And I think it's really great because it allows for growth mm-hmm. personally, personal growth, I think. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's going to be a, a very interesting year. I'm also going to be making more products. So that's going to be fun related to the deck more in the future, but I've been on the lookout for exploring. Exciting. <laughs> yeah. So more stationary in, in the coming months, that should be fun. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, so in line with all your exciting plans, I thought that we can do a little reading for you mm. on this podcast. Yes. And of course, like these readings, you know, I'm, I'm doing a reading for Abby, but it's also meant for everyone who's listening right now. Because I think that even if you just listen in on someone's, someone else's readings, there's, there's always something that you can pick up from whatever is said and whatever card comes out. Okay, so for this reading, I'm going to be using the Pinoy Practical Magic Tarot deck, which is a collage tarot deck I made about the same time that we were doing the Creative Journey Oracle deck as well. So I'll be using these two decks and our reading, since the full moon is about to come up, we're going to talk about the act of releasing. And because Abby is a Capricorn and it's Capricorn season, we're going to talk about what we can release based on a Capricorn's personality. Something that everyone can relate to as well. So are there any characteristics from your from your sun sign that frustrate you or that you want to kind of move away from or release, leave behind? All of them. Why? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I think sometimes I, I respect Capricorns, okay. I, I like being a Capricorn, but yeah. it can be it can be a huge weight on my shoulders like being a Capricorn like for the entirety of my entire life Mm -hmm. it's very meta but I I have like three things that I wrote down because these are the things that I feel like I need to lessen now that I'm like getting older and like Mm -hmm. experiencing new life changes the first one is being a cold-hearted person wow okay time for warmth (laughs) time for warmth I need to warm my very cold heart okay and then the other one is like 
you know how Capricorns are very serious. I mean, it's a good strength to have, but also I feel like because I take things too seriously, I, I lose the joy in like mm-hmm. the journey. Okay. And lastly is the whole, you know, Capricorns are the most overachieving yes. people, right? Yeah. Basically. So I want to just be in a phase where like, I think in totality, everything is like moving on to like slowing down, like being the entire, not opposite, but like, Learning to tone down these qualities that really um, solidify my Capricorn-ness. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is a perfect for your Saturn return also. Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I have the deck. I'm laying it out. Okay. So just pick three. Okay. And we'll do one card for every prompt that you mention. It's been a while since we've done in-person readings, right? I know. Like, I don't, two years or something. I we used to do, do it, it in anymore. coffee shops before. Yes. Wow. have my three here okay so your first prompt is all about warming your cold cold capricorn heart yeah, i'm basically elsa of frozen okay just pick any card and flip it over so this is live everyone we don't know what's gonna come up okay i'll pick the middle card wow okay your pull is the king of pentacles and the catchphrase for this card is mamahala in English, mamahala is translated into take charge. So the king of pentacles, I think it's relevant because it's kind of like a representation of the boss energy of your mm-hmm. Capricorn side. Mm-hmm. It, and I think that might be something that you wanted to let go of, but not in the heart space, more on like achievements and goals. You want to tone that down a little. But so I think if you're going to tone that down in your career, for example, or professional life, maybe you can transfer it onto <laughs> relationships. relationships and how you deal with people, all of that. I think that's what's going to take center stage. I mean, that's the invitation of the card. Of course, we're not like dictating what's going to happen. It's an open invitation from the universe for you to maybe take charge. Mamahala. Take ch- and I, I like how when you dissect the word mamahala, the middle part is mahal. Which is Hey! <laughs> hey! <laughs> so, I think, yeah, releasing part of that busyness and that... To make way for love. Yeah. Because we have... I think we're working with a finite amount of energy, right? So you can't like amp up relationships and love if you're so focused on achieving goals. So you have to turn down the the dial on one aspect so that you can turn up the dial in another aspect of life. So I don't know if anybody else wants to warm their hearts. I think it's time to take charge of that and (laughs) put your foot down. Be the boss when it comes to this because like nobody's gonna tell you that you're you're doing too little or you're doing too much except for yourself. Exactly. You know yourself best. Okay, our second concern. What was the second concern? Like being too serious, taking myself too seriously. Alright, so our second pull is... Okay, let's get the card on the left. Oh! Ten of Cups! The Ten of Cups! (laughs) Why does this all mean like leading to like kind of a relationship thing? (laughs) Hashtag accurate. The catchphrase for this card is Ang Saya Saya and... I guess in English, that just means extreme, extreme happiness. The Ten of Cups is all about finding joy in the present moment. 
if you're completely focused in what's gonna happen 10 steps ahead, 10 months from now, 10 years from now, you completely lose the joy and the ability to have happiness in the present moment. So, like you said, um, you, you don't want to be so serious. I think the seriousness comes when you're not present. That's so, true. I think the more you practice this, and it is a practice because it's not easy to be present, especially with so many distractions these days. And, you know, everyone's so focused on what's going to happen next because we live in such uncertain times. But if we do practice this and just figure out how to be happy in the here and now, finding joy in little things, even if they're tiny, that that's one way of making your heart muscle work. <laughs> wow, heart muscle. Heart muscle, <laughs> we're sure. <laughs> okay, and our final card for our tarot reading is all about... What was it? Oh my gosh. Overachieving. Overachieving. Ah! Okay. I got that last year, do you remember? Really? Yeah, when I was moving to Berlin, this was the card you got for my present. Present, like past, present, future. This yeah. was the present. I clearly remember it. You're like, you have to wait this out, Abby. Huh. Okay, the card we're talking about, our controversial card, is the Hanged <laughs> Man. And the catchphrase for this card is Legalig. This card has been coming up in our podcast readings a lot. Also, for the people I read for, I think maybe it's a vibe that came up for you last year and is still mm-hmm. extending into the present and the the, the yeah. year that's about to come. So the hanged man is all about experiencing discomfort and finding yourself in a very awkward position where you don't know what to do and you're not sure what's going to happen next. So I think that with there's always going to be something in our lives that isn't completely set and it's kind of unstable and we don't know the answers to the the lesson of the hangman is we just have to be okay with not knowing and sometimes that's the most difficult thing um as far as achievements are concerned like i think we can get really specific about it because we're taught to set um set goals that are smart right yeah, specific yeah. measurable so i think that kind of uh, teaches us to while it's good for us to you know, take action steps and whatever. It also keeps us very, very, very tied to specific yeah. things. And yeah. it prevents us from being open to the possibilities. Yeah, I also think it restricts us from experiencing joy. Yes. And like being okay with things now, even if they're not where you want to be yet. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if you think about it, I mean, we're never going to know everything anyway. So what's the point? in obsessing over our hanged man state of over the discomfort when you know there's always going to be something we're going to be uncomfortable about and that's what we need to be okay with so when it comes to goals achievement accomplishments i think it's time to be okay just not knowing or maybe being okay just not having any goals for a while that's hard it's capricorn <laughs> yeah. season it's hard <laughs> it's the new year people are like gotta set these goals these new year's resolutions I was also gonna add that like I feel like in in another uh, POV is like because I've been an overachiever since the beginning of my career and it's almost like 10 years since I started mm-hmm. okay we're my eighth year but 
because I've been so used to having this sort of like, okay, I have to overachieve to prove a point. Because mm-hmm. I thought in the middle of my career, I, re- I really thought when I was 22 that that was it. Like just one year. Like just do everything and then that's, it's going to be over. Yeah. But I keep forgetting that it's for the long <laughs> haul. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm at that point now because I'm getting older and I, I seem to still be here yes. doing this. So I think that is also allowing me to realize that it's okay to not feel like it's gonna end soon mm-hmm. because you still have your own you're, you're navigating the whole thing and basically I'm the one controlling how everything folds out yes. it can be kind of a foreign or like weird topic because you know we, we're both like self-employed so we're our own bosses and we're like yeah yeah so um, what are we gonna do next and then you're just gonna talk to yourself you know the Spider-Man meme where you're just yes, pointing. Yes, pointing that's us mm-hmm. pretty much so I think <laughs> that also made me think like okay then maybe it's okay that I just don't really know everything yeah but I'm doing something for something in the future and it doesn't have to be set in stone yes because we're so settled with like I think the smart goals are just for business like businessy like stuff not yeah. like general for life <laughs> yeah like life stuff yeah. you know so yeah I mean while I think that while that aspect of your life is in limbo a little bit because of the hangman I think you can rest assured that the other aspects of your life are very stable. And, you know, it's something that you can find comfort in. Because the King of Pentacles, you know, that's a feeling that, okay, I got this. Yeah. The Ten of Cups is a feeling like, I nothing else matters because I'm happy. So I think those two outweigh the discomfort of the hanged man. Oh, that's, a, that's very good to hear yeah very good <laughs> we always like to end our readings on a on a very pleasant note here <laughs> okay um for our final card we're gonna pick one from the creative journey oracle deck and this is just an added boost for abby and for everybody else listening to this okay our card is wow <laughs> Overcome, Overcome the, impossible. the impossible. I think this is the perfect answer to that hanged man card. It, it's just a reminder that, you know, people have flown to the moon. People have done yeah, impossible things. What once were thought of as impossible things. So why can't you get through, you know, whatever, whatever stumbling block you're encountering? I'm sure that it's going to be okay. And you know what? If you can't overcome it, then maybe... It's time to switch paths. Maybe you don't need to be on that path where you're where you're constantly coming up against something that you don't want to fight anyway. This is just a starting off point, Abby, for your future reflections. (laughs) Lots to reflect about. Lots to reflect on. Mm -hmm. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I always like to talk about cards with you. I mean, you you influenced me to get into tarot like <laughs> five years ago, six years ago. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. Okay, so is there anything you would like to promote to anybody and where can we find you online? Sure. I am Abby C online everywhere. It's A-B-B-E-Y, like Abby from Abbey Road, S-Y. And um, you can find me on YouTube if you want to binge watch journaling videos. It's It's a great way to like get yourself into journaling. I've also done a couple of tarot and uh, oracle deck Mm -hmm. journaling videos i have to do one probably again this year Mm -hmm. and also if you're keen on traveling and journaling you can check out my book the art of the travel journal available in bookstores worldwide i think that 
pretty much is it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Abby. We can't wait to see what comes up next. <laughs> Bye. I hope you found our interview interesting and gleaned a couple of insights from our reading as well. As usual, feel free to reach out to me if you have any comments, questions, ideas you want to share. Just email me at sparksomemagic at gmail.com or you can reach out to me over on Instagram at practical underscore magical. I have a stories highlights over there where you can ask questions that I could possibly tackle on the pod. I'll see you again next week. Bye and take care.